<coughs> Look, I don't know how you got me here, but uh, thank you. De nada. Yeah. You could talk. You could talk. See. Si. The fuck? Well, why the? What's all this bullshit been for the last 2,000 fucking miles? Tú pretendas que hablo contigo si siempre right, me insultas. Si shut me up. gritas, shut si up. me intentas dejar tirar. Jonah, Gideon, what? Rebecca, who's, Delilah, who's that? Victor, Jonah, Gideon, Who Rebecca. Who is that? Jonah, Gideon, Rebecca, Delilah, and Victor. North Dakota. What? Where? North Dakota, por favor. Please. No. Por favor. Please, okay? Your nurse, she read too many stories. You understand? Too many stories? Mira. <coughs> Mira. Míralo. <coughs> I've seen it. I've seen it, okay? This all here? Si. None of it. Si. This is, this all here, no, no si. existo. Okay, si. you understand? <coughs> this Eden... Eden does not exist. See, si, Eden, so it's just a fantasy. Okay, you see that? Those no. are just the names of the people who made this. <coughs> they made this whole thing up, okay? This whole it's something that happened once and they just turned it into a big fucking lie. No, no, míralo. Aquí, aquí no, es mi no, amigos. No, this is a long way. I'm not taking you to North Dakota. You understand? I am fucked up. I cannot get you there, okay? It is a two-day drive, and I am not taking you there. Don't fucking hit me! Don't hit me! Fuck. <laughs> oh, that hurts so much. <laughs> I hit myself way harder than I wanted. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got My day. Best day we boy here. That's bright. Fuck it. Everybody on? Good. Great. Great. Wonderful. Welcome back to another episode of Facing Off Pod and happy first day of fall to all of our listeners. I'm one of your hosts, Layla, and I am joined by two of my favorite mutants, Nick and Gabe. How's it going, boys? <laughs> okay. What? No, no, no. What's the That's name of the? What's the name of the? <laughs> what's the name of the mutant in uh, First Class that shrieks, played by Caleb Landry Dr- Jones? Oh God, I don't know. Is it is it Banshee? Yeah, yeah that yeah, might okay, be right. Banshee. But that is that what you were trying to do? No, there? no, no. He's like. <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, what's up? Good times. We um, <laughs> this is great. This is starting off great. <laughs> um, anyways, back to it, listeners. Uh, this week, we're going to be comparing Logan and X-Men Origins Wolverine. Um, obviously, both films depict the beginning and the end of one of the world's most beloved superhero characters of all time. To be debated. Attack us if you think that's completely inaccurate. Um, but before we start, guys, I've been thinking about this pretty intensely since watching these movies if you could be any x-men character who would you be oh shit nightcrawler oh, oh. no i don't want to be that <laughs> ugly though blue yeah you would be will i am then yeah 
What's his oh, name? Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever Duke? he is. What it's is probably it? Duke or something. Yeah, it's something like Duke. <laughs> I'd be Will I Am's character in or- X-Men Origins. I know we just He's not X-Men, though. Wait. Um... Yeah, does that have to be an X Man? It could oh, be. A, ooh, I guess it could Jean be a Gray. mutant. Jean Grey, hundred percent Jean Grey. Yeah, but she like goes fucking nuts and like don't kills care. everybody. Okay. I'm nuts. <laughs> I I wouldn't do that. Second part <laughs> I don't know, man. You gotta get the red hair. <laughs> Phoenix. Yeah, there you go. You can call me Dark Phoenix. Oh, why? <laughs> I don't know. Alrighty. Uh, I always liked Iceman's powers. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I always what about like. You? I don't know if you guys remember rogue in the comics and the cartoons but she was like way cooler to me in the cartoons than she was in the movie because in the cartoons she could like she didn't just like absorb human life out of people she like could use their powers for a little while she could like absorb other people's powers for a hot second and i always thought as a kid that would be like in the the coolest doesn't she absorb uh captain marvel's powers or miss marvel's powers like permanent rogue is like a badass in I the comics she's yeah like, if you could suck she's like part carol danvers it's because she absorbs like, her powers something like that or like gabriel like silas in uh in uh heroes oh, where he like takes oh, it out yeah, of their yeah. brain yeah well then i could have i guess i could have just said peter from heroes because he like technically takes people's powers without having to cut their head off yeah anyway that'd be nice well, all right yeah cool moving on um so for this week, I will be moderating this episode, if you can't tell. Um, we're mm. trying something new this week. We're trying to see if maybe we take one of our voices out. We won't be droning on for too long for you guys. And I'm going to keep these boys in check. And we um, kept so, Gabe in it? Jeez. Yeah, I know. This is going to be fun. Um, as always, we will be <laughs> comparing these two movies with our fabulous categories, which I'll go over as we go along with our seven-point rating scale. Seven being amazing and one being... You know, just the worst thing on planet Earth. Pure shit. Uh, so let's get started. We you could guys swear ready? as much as possible on this one because that's what they do in Logan. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to they get do. Rating. Yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah you boys I'm ready? Fucking, I'm so ready. Yes. All right. Um, I'm going to start us off with spectacularity. Um, that would be your engagement level. Were you taken out of this movie? Was the runtime too long? Was it too short? Um, just talk about how you were feeling when you were watching it. Um, I'm going to start with... Let's start with Origins. Uh, Gabe, why don't we start Jeez. with you? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so X-Men Origins, uh, Colin Wolverine, Spectacularity. Let's see. I uh, really fucking hate this movie. It's really not <laughs> Don't we all? To watch. It's actually pretty hard to be engaged. I had just replaced my phone, so I was playing on it the whole time. And no, like the first 30 minutes. Yeah, for the first 30 minutes. The and then time. I was unfortunately strapped in for the next, uh, I guess, like 50 minutes. Um, so Gavin Hood, the director of this movie, went from like a super good foreign film. He's South African. He made this movie called Sotsi that like won the best foreign film. And then like a few years later, he gets picked up for this. And he does quite possibly, like, the worst possible job a director can do in a movie. And yeah. I'm so sorry, it's Gavin Head, but you yeah. fucking sucked. Uh, the dialogue makes no sense. Nothing about the story goes anywhere interesting. <laughs> it really is just so visually stupid at every moment that I'm this. constantly pulled out. And because the dialogue is so bad and the performances are so awful, too, it's, like, impossible to care about where it's going, even if the story was interesting. Um I just feel Nick and I kept talking the whole time like this movie could have been so interesting. 
like just doing an origin story about Logan would have been really yeah, interesting. The, but yeah. instead, they like, it, it, like for instance, do a whole origin story about him fighting in all those wars with his brother. Don't save that for the fucking shit ass title sequence that you're gonna make. Oh my god, like, that title like, sequence! That title it goes sequence goes by in like five minutes. It's so bad. And then it's so they're, bad. They're like, well, the real focus on this is like how he got his adamantium. It's like. No, it's not. That's also five minutes. It's really, there's no interesting part. Um, there are moments where it becomes like slapstick comedy. Like when Fred Dukes, oh, Dukes is the big guy that um, uh, Kevin Durand plays. Not Kevin Durand. Not Kevin Durand. <laughs> when he's Much the big blob, that whole scene in the boxing gym is just painfully bad. Um, it, one, one moment that is cool. The scene where Gambit, where they meet Gambit, and then he reveals his like powers and stuff with the like kinetic energy and the cards, is fucking cool. And then it proceeds to be like the stupidest scene in the alleyway right afterwards. <laughs> and uh, I'll talk more about some of it, but like the last twenty minutes, just to cap it off, the last twenty minutes of this movie are ludicrous. They're <laughs> yeah. nonsense. It's just so absurd. And then the movie just ends. It li- like before the post credit se- sequences, it just ends, and you're like, "What?" It the zooms fuck? up, yeah, on that island, and he walks away from the plane he's supposed to get on. Yeah, right. Like, is he supposed to get on the plane? Probably. He just like walks like in a different direction, and on then the he island. goes to become That's a cage fighter and meets takes Rogue. Off. Yeah, like what? Dude? It's it was so dumb. I'm still I'm giving it a two out of seven because there are some scenes where you're just like, "This is so bad, you can't look away." But it is so well below average. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. I mean, I feel like a child would like it, so I gave it a three. Would they? <laughs> I don't think they. I, I think a child, child would like it. I don't think a child would laugh at all of the dumb visual stuff as yeah. much as we did, and like that be such a problem. Oh man! The most unforgivable, though. I mean, we're gonna talk about eye candy. Unforgivable. But the most unforgivable is when. His claws come out and they're metal for the first time, and they just look so bad. Oh God! When he's in the mirror, when he's in the mirror in the bathroom, when he does it and he just holds them, it's literally the stupidest thing I've ever seen. It looks it looks like it's straight out of like thing. Um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit or something? Like yeah, some bad cartoon or something. Yeah, yeah, totally. But like purposely, it's the things like that that take me out of this movie the most. It's really unfortunate too because like. There are so many different ways you could talk about the origin, possibly the coolest origin of of any superhero. One of them, in my opinion, the coolest, well, not this iteration, but like the iteration in like the other X-Men movies where he's, you know, experimented on in Nazi Germany. Yeah. Like all that's like, there's so much cool stuff you could do. And then you turn Ryan Reynolds into a... a Whatever he is oh, at the end of Oh, boy, this. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Uh, and then you don't even see him for, like, such a large part of the movie that you don't even care by the end. You're like, oh, Wade is like that now. Okay, whatever. I think well, it's also weird, that. too, yeah. reflecting. Like, now that we have Deadpool and oh, we're yeah. rewatching it, it's just that much well, thank weirder. thank God he got to, like, 
take it like yeah. no one knew when he played Deadpool that he was so obsessed with the comics and that it yeah. been, he was so excited to do the role and then was so disappointed with what I they feel did. like our, our response to this category is all over the place but it's because this movie is all over the place it's so and sloppy it's, it's just brings you out of it so we got a three and a two I guess yeah. okay I mean I guess um, give it a- this is the I think this is one of the only categories I feel like I should say I had never actually seen this entire movie <laughs> oh and so it sorry. was Gabe can attest to the fact that it was a very painful watch for me. Yeah. Poor dude was just receiving a million and one text messages almost I'm every okay second with of your the snaps film. And text messages <laughs> of you watching X Men Origins, not a fucking ten course amazing meal that I do not get to partake in. Oh yeah, I did that to him, and he was very upset with me. Um. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways. Uh, yeah, this was one of the most painful watches I think I've ever gone through. Honest to God, it was that was I don't even know what to say other than no one watched this movie. If you haven't seen it and you're listening to this, don't do it to yourself. Please don't yeah, just listen to us talk about it. It's oh, this is like, a disclaimer. Really like 15 minutes in, we're already saying don't watch it. All right, let's, let's move on to spectacularity for Logan. Nick, do you want to start this one? Sure. It's um. You know, my attention span and my advancing age is waning. God, you're so old. Uh, so <laughs> it is It is a little longer than... Are you an octogenarian? It needs to be. Nonagenarian, <laughs> actually. Um, but I, I still gave it a five. I think it's an above average, you know, entertaining movie to watch. And there's a lot of... There's like a good amount of fan service at the same... And, and some of that is for the better... Um, most of it's for the better. Some of it's not maybe for the better, but there's like an equal amount of fan service and action and like genuinely good dramatic storytelling. And like, uh, part of it is the actors in the movie are leaning, either leaning really far into the roles that they've had for a really long time Mm -hmm. or bringing something new and interesting to the table. And that keeps me engaged more than any of the rest of it the action scenes are also really fucking cool looking a lot of the time yeah absolutely Uh, so i gave it a five i don't think it's like you know the most interesting movie ever made and i I do think it's too long and drags at at times yeah so i mean this is like kind of uh controversial to say i guess because people are so incredibly obsessed with logan but like i think it's good I don't think it's amazing. I think it's great in certain aspects, but I mostly agree with that. I here's I'll stick with I'll start with the positives. I forgot how fucking hard this movie goes. Like just in the opening scene with those yeah. guys trying to steal the, it is gruesome. the rims. <laughs> he mm-hmm. just you like I'm sure fans who just really wanted X Men to be like super violent had been waiting so long for him <laughs> to stick his blades. This through was the their moment. Of someone's chin, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and it happens ten seconds into the movie. Yeah. Um, I besides the Wolverine, which it's wild that James Mangold made the Wolverine and then was able to get a second chance with Logan because <laughs> I think the Wolverine is absolute fucking doo doo caca, but um. <laughs> Mangold is like a really, really consistent director and his movies are at the very least fun and at the most are just like really emotional and powerful. He's like especially very good at like father-son type uh, dynamics or father-daughter. For like maybe the most engaged moment 
of the movie. It's late in the movie, but I get fucking chills when he comes running, like shouting through the forest after he took all that. I mean, and everything this, like, from that on is just oh, like insane. insane. Like it I is totally just agree. absolutely engagingly insane. When the kids like <laughs> painfully, bonkers. when the paint, when the kids like painfully and slowly kill Pierce, Boyd yeah. Brooks character, I was like, dude, fuck yeah. I mean, those kids are like could have horrible PTSD, but still. Here are the cons. Nick alluded to this. It's a little long. It's yeah. it's like a slog to get through a couple times. One thing I laugh at every time. I laughed at it when I saw it the first time. I talked about it right afterwards. <laughs> it is so fucking funny how Gabriella, the nurse who like escapes from that lab with uh, Laura, fucking videotaped the lab, but the video that that Logan looks at on the phone is like an expertly edited <laughs> Like tape edited, like literally like, edited. Was, first of all, how did she film all of that? Second of all, she like has a voiceover over it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then she put a lot of there's a lot of production that went into that. And you should, <laughs> it honestly, takes me out. Not be such a dick about all of the work she put in. No, yeah, honestly, she spent all night editing that video <laughs> only to be murdered <laughs> the next day. The next I, morning, yeah, she did put in a lot of work. I don't want that to go to waste. I will say another scene that fully takes me out is. Why did they need to have, I mean, it doesn't even serve the purpose of the storyline. Why did they need to have this like nice family take them in just so we could see them brutally murdered for no reason? It, re- it legitimately does not serve any purpose. It doesn't change Logan's attitude towards things. It, it only is there so that uh, Charles can be like, hey, this is what a home life is like. And he's like, oh, really, Charles? This is why we can't have a home life, you fucking idiot. This teenage boy just got fucking slaughtered in the front room. So I'm giving it a five out of seven as well. There are scenes that very much pull me out of this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I, I do want to like, it. yeah, I want to just acknowledge that last like 20 minutes of this movie, though. Like I. So sick. It is. It's unreal how many emotions I go through when I watch mm-hmm. that last 20 minutes. Like I was in tears by the end of it like just true and true tears (laughs) like it is aside from it's also just a huge like ending and acknowledgement of this character as well Mm -hmm. that he just like sacrifices everything and at the end when he says that line he's like this is what it feels like because he's never felt like dying (laughs) Mm -hmm. i just i died it was incredible i was like Um, oh this is what it feels like for the wolverine saga to be over finally (laughs) (sighs) wow it's very fitting that he he loses to himself because Really, oh, his whole battle was with himself. Oh, that makes wow. me hate this because it's so like on the nose. Metaphor. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, so let's move on to, you guys both mentioned it already a lot. I want to do eye candy next. Um, so let's kind of, let's just, ke- let's keep with Logan since we're talking okay, about it right fine. now. Gabe, do you want to start Logan's yeah. eye candy? I don't have a lot. So I don't think Logan is like visually. I actually really want to watch um, Tony Bueno, who listens to our pod and well, actually like um, told us about Logan Noir, which is like a black Mm -hmm. and white version of this, which I'm sure would be really cool if they do like mixtures of red like Sin City does. I would want to see that because I do think some of the shots are cool, but then sometimes it's like kind of standard looking. So I think the black and white would like help make it a little different. Um Honestly, the 
I have to go above average no matter what because of the makeup job they do on Hugh Jackman. Yeah, it's, it's like oh insanely God. good. It's yeah. such very fine details of all the scars that he has and stuff and his aging. Like he just doesn't even look like just Hugh Jackman anymore. Just how sick he is. Old. Yeah, he yeah. looks so yeah, sick. They make his, like his whole body is pale. He probably does the... <laughs> Hugh Jackman dehydrates himself before... Uh, shooting shirtless scenes. Yeah, is that why he's so... Yeah. He's Which so is, veiny. He's so fucking vascular. But, but like, you can you can almost, like, welcome. see his muscles, like, depleting, he's which like I'm sure sinewy. is a part of that. Yeah. yeah but like I think sin- they, I think makeup has a lot to sinewy. do with that as well. Sinewy. I think that yeah. they do contour him to look like that, that, which is crazy. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I <laughs> mean, it, it absolutely is crazy. So, yeah, I mean, just that alone, you know, bumps it up. I will say there's, like... One visual thing that I don't like, I don't really like the way that it looks when they do the um, Charles's seizure scenes. Like, I just, it just, it's like, it doesn't need to be that way with the shakiness and it just looks kind of like visually bad. But it's really well done, like, when paired with the music in the hotel scene um, in Vegas. Like, when Logan gets up to the hotel and how they're having him slowly make his way there to stop it. but as is pointed out in the pitch meeting, it is really fucking funny that he sticks his claws into each of those guys' heads, so therefore their brain is no longer working. So Charles Xavier's tele telekinetic uh or not oh, telekinetic, yeah. uh telepathic powers no longer should be working on them. But once he's done with the seizure, they all fo- fall to the floor at the same time. Is it is it? Is he, is he also using telekinetic powers? Though he doesn't have telekinetic powers. Jean Grey has telekinetic powers and tele, uh, telepathic powers. Charles like never he, has it. I feel like he probably does at yeah, some point, but not in okay. not in okay. canon. Fine. But anyways, I'm gonna give it a five. I think it's I think it's fine. Um, I think it's a, James Mangold is a pretty good visual director. I think Ford versus Ferrari is maybe his peak. Um, yeah, but yeah, I could see that. That was great visuals. All right, Nick. Yeah. What do you think? Okay, so I gave Eye Candy a five as well, but I want to talk mostly about the way that the the the, the thing sounds. I hate. You. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually. Uh, I you Gabe covered all the points I was going to cover. The main thing I was going to talk about is the way that the way that the Wolverine looks. The way that Lo- Logan like like the, there's obviously just so much just just all around in this movie done to like really serve as like a good farewell for this character and for professor X. Mm -hmm. Um, but like just the attention to detail they put into him is wild. And it's like visceral. Like he's just, you can like feel him being like decaying. Like he just, yeah, you feel him dying the whole movie. And it's, it's it's really, yeah, it's really well done, and, and the fight scenes are just really cool looking. Like a lot of them, they lean into the gore. They're allowed to do that in this more, mm-hmm. and and it's cool. It's just a it's just a well done you know Wolverine movie all the way across the board, and I I would be hard pressed to find something you know visually about that aspect of it, the Wolverine part of it that um that is like lacking. Things I don't like visually visually. No, I was going to talk about sound. I'm confused. Fuck you. The things that I don't like visually is I don't like the what's up with all the guys having robot hands. Yeah, they never explain that. I the, except for Pierce at one point goes, "Looks like you're not the only one who's been enhanced." But then she like throws the pipe at him. Yeah, I think he was about to explain. It doesn't it look weird. cool though. Like 
Nah, it doesn't really serve any purpose. It doesn't either. serve any purpose. There's just like it little. It's cool when he bends his finger all the way back. Uh, uh, each of them. I guess it's just it's it's just like a lot of CGI in a movie that doesn't have it. a lot of CGI. Yeah, like and doesn't need to, and is like purposely, purposefully does not have a lot of CGI. A lot of pra- a lot more practical effects than than like other movies in the genre. And then all of a sudden you have these guys with like robot hands for no reason. Yeah. It was yeah, just a weird. Fair enough. It's nitpicky, but it's just a weird. No, I, decision. I feel that. I don't think there's anything like crazy, you know, above super, super above average. Did yeah. you give a five? I gave it five. I, I did slightly. Uh, I'm gonna. Above average. I'm gonna agree. I also don't like the super shaky cam paralysis mm. thing. It's just. It's weird. It's fine. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Before we move on to origins, I do want to acknowledge that like. Laura's fighting choreography is really fucking yes. fun, so and cool. it's so Damn. sick. And yeah. I would have been really I sad if we didn't acknowledge how it. she's more badass than him. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a, such a funny, there's such a f- funny little thing where, <laughs> where <laughs> Professor X like over explains the like animalistic qualities oh, yeah, yeah. of her. Or with her thing in her foot, like how yeah, she's like, like a she female. She uses her feet defensively, and it's like, okay, thanks, Does Charles. she, though? Because, like, she did in one moment, but, like, later she just fucking uses Like, thanks, it. Chuck. Really yeah. appreciate that. How do you use your toes, your toe spikes defensively? I mean, we just had to acknowledge that women are superior to men. Anyways, okay, True. so yeah, going, moving on. Agreed. Um, origins, eye candy. Nick, do you want to go? <laughs> there's like it's a one there's nothing in this movie that looks (laughs) cool there's nothing that looks like new there's there's a there's a million different decisions Mm -hmm. that are just horrible um gabe's gonna go over i talked about the claws Uh, the first time you see his claws which are like you know his his thing if you're gonna make his thing look like shit then just quit yeah, just cancel the movie. Just quit. If oh you're going to make his brand new shiny metal claws look like ass, maybe don't do it. Make all the claws look like ass. Maybe don't Maybe do not do that. Wait, can uh, I ask an ignorant question for maybe yeah. the layman? This was like after an X-Men movie had already come out, correct? Three oh, yeah. X-Men movies had yeah. already come out. And they never out. looked like that. No, they ret- – <laughs> well, it's either – I think what they did is they like made an alternate – like Wolverine universe because this isn't his origin story in the the actual in the other but ones. It that kind of yeah. is supposed to be the same thing. Yeah, because Stryker I'll comes in, in later. Day. Yeah, it's a, it, it's yeah. not it's it's just not the same. It's weird. Right. But I mean, anyways, like uh, the Blob looks horrible. Cool to include the Blob because that's a cool mutant, but he looks like crap. Yeah. Um, and what did they call him before? Strong guy, Fred Dukes. <laughs> They just called him Dukes because he yeah. can punch hard. Yeah. I get it. Cool. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so original. Will I am? Hey, don't cast him. And also, uh, <laughs> what, dude? Yeah, we're talking about visuals. Though. No, I know, but like his costume is oh. insane. Oh, so absurd. He looks ridiculous. Oh, he looks my ridiculous. God. He looks Absolutely ridiculous at ridiculous. all times. I know we're talking about. <laughs> Why the fuck? I just wanted to make sure. Don't make him look like that. Um, <laughs> Brian Reynolds, uh, the the recreation of ryan reynolds at the end oh my There's god n- nothing how the <laughs> fuck does the blade come out of his arm yeah if he bends his arm does the blade just like snap <laughs> through his forearm does it become hard once it comes out <laughs> did that yeah. sound worse Is than it i soft wanted it when to? it's yep. inside and hard when Moving it's outside <laughs> um 
Yeah, that's just some of it. That's a one. It all looks like bad. It's bad. <laughs> Gabe, are you any higher? Liv Schreiber's little fingies look so oh, stupid. So oh my dumb. god. Liv Schreiber put on Liv Schreiber put on forty pounds for this of muscle because they gave him a. This is an amazing fact. They gave him a, a, a like a muscle suit, and he was like, "Dude, this is embarrassing. I can't wear a muscle suit." Oh, that was embarrassing, Liv Schreiber. That yeah. that alone he was, was like, embarrassing. He was like, "Give me a chance to like bulk up," and then they like switched around filming so he could gain forty pounds oh my of muscle, God. and then they had him go back in. He was like, "I had to be big, dog." Oh god! That's the most like male thing I've ever heard. Okay, Gabe. Uh, but yeah, but imagine being in a muscle suit next to a man who dehydrates himself for forty-eight hours so that he looks more vascular during the scenes. You just feel like a loser. Oh my god! Just, like, such I just a hack. like I don't even know. So this movie was made with a hundred and fifty million dollars, and it is the wow, worst looking movie we've ever talked about. <laughs> yeah. Like it is a hundred percent, without a doubt, the worst visual movie we've done. And it was made with 120 times the budget of like Ari Aster movies that look visually incredible. Um, Nick lost his mind when we were watching just the the clause his new clause scene in the uh, bathroom. It, it like Nick was <laughs> so like did I. of laughter. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so dumb. The CGI is so bad in every scene it's in awesome. such a specific way. Yeah. Something I couldn't stop commenting on is. Every background yeah. looks like a cardboard printout of a background. Like it looks fucking fake. So I'm bad. not even positive they ever filmed on site oh, anywhere. When he walks but out of his house, so much money when he walks to do out that. of his his house with his girlfriend. And- oh my god, the mountainside <laughs> is just insane. When they're driving, it looks just unbelievably bad. Um, when they walk up in um, in Lagos. When oh, they yeah. go to Lagos and they like are all all the bad guys are like walking up together with Stryker's team, it there's a shot of them. It just looks so fucking stupid. Like <laughs> just g- fast forward to that scene. It looks insane. Um, when anyone, oh my god, Nick and I couldn't stop talking about how anytime someone jumps in this movie, it oh looks my so. God. What the fuck like, is that? What's another word for insane? It just looks. It's maddening. Every like the way that they jump, they like soar through the air and also look like fucking dorks. Like Sabretooth looks like a fucking. It's like you you can like, I mean, it's one step above accidentally leaving in the like ropes that you used to make them jump. It's like one step above that. Had they just left the ropes in, it would have just been funny. I would have liked having the ropes in it. Honestly, I would have been like, oh okay, yeah, it makes sense. That's how they're moving. Um, it's so awesome that Sabretooth has to like gallop. Yeah. I, I mean, he just looks, I know people, you know, talk at nauseum about that, but like another thing is like not even just Ryan Reynolds at the end as Deadpool, but like the introduction to Deadpool for anybody who was a comic book fan, they must've been so pissed when he comes out there with those like super fast flying swords that are like cutting through bullets and makes no fucking such sense a, physically how any of it is working. What's his and it looks so stupid. Power? What? What's his mutant ability? In in swords are fast. Yeah, in this it's like he has old, super speed. He's just swords are fast. But that's guy. not what Deadpool. He's just is. swords are fast. Yeah. Uh, wait. Um, so what are you giving it? <laughs> I just have one last thing. Yeah. The memory sequence scene when he when they're doing the procedure <laughs> on him is like, if you want to pick. The thing that makes me the most mad I think they do it in twice. any movie, it's always memory sequences. 
But if you want to show me the epitome of the worst memory sequence, it's when he they're drilling into his fucking skull. I wish they just drilled into the skull of Gavin Hood and they never got to make a movie again. I'm giving it a fucking one. I'd give it a zero Boom if roasted. I could. All right, nice. Okay. Um, so we're going to move on to... <laughs> Angry. Actoring. Uh, so let's do actoring for origin since we're on the anger. Uh, Gabe, do you feel ready yeah, to talk about this again? <laughs> I, this one doesn't make me as mad. I don't think any of the... I don't think... Okay, scratch that. Not any of them. I don't think a lot of the performances are necessarily bad on their own. You know, yeah. like the cast is whatever. I just think the dialogue and the weird filming of the characters... So this is where we talk about like how writers and directors affect play a big part in this category for sure like gavin hood and the writers of this movie like completely botched anything that they could have made with this like tremendous cast like they have a lot of big stars in this um it seemed like hugh jackman didn't even want to be in this movie what is so good about him as logan in the x-men movies is he has like a lot of charm and charisma even as he's an asshole in this he's just mad all the time or loving but in a non-believable way um i do like that we we mentioned i like that ryan reynolds got to like retroactively shit all over his Mm -hmm. part in this movie by like I w- actually, I won't spoil it if you've never seen Deadpool 2, but you should, and you should watch the post-credit sequence because it's fucking hilarious. Um, I, it, another positive one, I think that uh, Taylor Kish is low-key a pretty good gambit, and I would have been okay with them making a movie on that. I know they were supposed to do it with Channing Tatum for a while, and it got scrapped. Um, I will talk in a little bit about how fucking funny it is that they called this X-Men Origins and then never were able to do that again, but... Um, I would have been okay with the Taylor Kish movie. I think Leave Schreiber is like the best part of this movie. I think visually he's the worst, but his performance no, is like he's really going for it and having fun. And he's like, you know what? I got dealt a shit hand. Um, if I was talking about Gambit, that would have been a good pun. Um, he got dealt a shit hand, but he was like, I'm gonna make it awesome. And I've make seen Leave in real life, sure. and I tell a story about him all the time, and he's the coolest person I've ever seen in real life for <laughs> 10 seconds. Um, it was fucking dope. Um, just some people that suck ass. Suck so much ass. And they're the parts where I had to like f- fix what I said. Man, Danny Huston is so bad as Stryker. Like, Brian, Co- when you watch X-Men 2, X2, sorry, um, Brian Cox is incredible as Stryker. Danny Huston is so Brian bad Cox in this movie. Brian Cox is just movie. incredible. Yeah, he's just great overall. But I think Danny Huston <laughs> is a pretty good actor. Also in um, Succession with Brian Cox, interestingly. Um, Lynn Collins just was given nothing to work with. And just, I didn't, I was like, who, who is this? Is she in Gilmore Girls or something? I don't know no. who she is. Um, and then. She looks a little bit like the girl Dominic Monaghan and Will I Am, like, Whoa, what is Will I Am in other movies? She, probably. Why? He's not good in this. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll, I'm i going to give it a two because of Liev Schreiber. And because I don't think that... I thought the actors, some of them tried. But woof. It's, like two, it's like really bad acting. Danny Huston's picture... Danny Huston's picture in... IMDb. On IMDb is insane. 
Yeah. It's Look just, up Danny Huston. It's he, not insane. He's just like his. He's just like one eyebrow up. So well, he's a weirdo. Uh, I mean, Danny Huston's like a good uh, villainous character. Will, Will I Am's top credits on IMDb are X Men Origins, and then Rio, and then Rio Two, and then Madagascar colon. Yeah, yeah I could see him two, just being a number two cartoon Africa. Voice. Yeah, that's right. Escape to <laughs> Africa, and then they did Coming to America with uh, Nick. What did you, What did you think about actoring in Origins? Um, <clears throat> I don't have too much of a problem with Hugh Jackman, but it's very clear that he knew that this was just like such a not good not thing good. for his, yeah. his character <laughs> that he just like owned forever. Like he's just like, this is just he's talked about nonstop. Yeah. It's just not pleasant to like watch him be like, damn, this fucking sucks for me. But, um, I don't think that again, I don't think any of the actors are like doing anything bad. So I, I mean I don't want to give it a two, um. So I'll give it a three, but yeah, I agree with Gabe. Liv Schreiber and Taylor Kitsch are the highlights. Um, you can't knock Will Jackman as Wolverine ever, and hey, maybe don't cast Will I Am. You know? Yeah, I'm like, cool. You could try that out, but let's just not try it out in something that's already sucks. Also, he so never much. uses that teleportation for anything cool. Well, he's he's kind of cool in the fight with, I guess, leave and then leave. I mean, fucking, like, yeah. is it though? I feel like that fight was so lame, and he just he's kept like, talking so much heart. shit the whole time. And, and then like, when he does get his heart, it's just weird. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, just not not super fun. Uh, but on a yeah. on a happier note, let's do Logan for actoring. Nick, do you want to continue? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll spend the majority of my time talking about how Daphne Keene is a really good actress. Really um, good. I don't watch his dark materials. But. She's really good in his dark materials, okay. which is really not a very good show. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's good <laughs> enough, but it's not that good. I um, literally watched 10 minutes of it and I said, nope. Yeah, it's not a you show. That's for sure. You would rip <laughs> it's not it a apart. Gabe show. It's uh, not a game show. Because I do watch the show you. Whoa. Yeah. Um, very different. Do you? She yeah. is yeah. crushing it. It's fun as shit. Is this her debut? Like, is she in anything before Logan? She might have been, so. but I don't, I don't. I didn't know who she I was. I feel like this was, is her introduction, yeah. and it is great. Like she is, she just kills it. It's such a good performance. It adds such a nice element to a movie that is mostly about death, and then there's this person who has all of this promise and like skill, and and um, you know is endearing amongst all of this just like death and and sadness. And she, her performance is like, what, two thirds silent? Yeah. Um, which is, you know, just another testament to how, how good of a child actor. Conveying it with the face. She She's sure. 11 in this movie. Yeah. Um, I gave it a six. I think that, uh, I don't know if there's like a huge dark spot at all. Um, the only thing is the, like the villain's just not super like done super well like boyd hallbrook is like meh and oh i disagree richard e grant is um, i agree with that doesn't i mean he's a gr i love richard e grant but yeah. it's just like no, not I agree, a very I agree well written e. character you, you um, got it. he's been nominated for an academy award it's like oh your striker's grandson oh i get it he doesn't age <laughs> yeah that's like okay is that the joke was that it? <laughs> I actually didn't even. Yeah, it's just that like striker never goes away. The concept right, they like they like make yeah, but yeah, 
I, I give it a six. There's very little, you know, that I don't like about it. Yeah, wise. you know what? I'm like, I was originally at a five, but I'm just thinking like in terms of comic book movies in general, like I really do think this is well above average in terms of acting. Absolutely. And I, obviously, yeah. Yeah. I really liked what Nick said earlier. Like, I think it was cool that James Mangold got to take like very recognizable characters and do his own take on them and that the actors really bought into that and really did that in their performances while also bringing in some like fun new characters. Um, Hugh Jackman, we were just talking about this the other day, Layla and I, Hugh Jackman not having an Oscar is just fucking insane to me. Um, He's so good. He should have gotten it for prisoners and like, He's only been nominated once. It was for Les Mis. Um, he was so good in this. I think that, like, he has such a... It's great that he got to, like, keep making the Wolverine movies after Origins. And, like, he was like, I'm not done with this. Like, I know I'm what not giving this up, character yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, Even sure. if I personally, me, Gabe, I had given up because I didn't give a shit anymore about Wolverine. I I love how Hugh got got, like, deeper and deeper into the character. I love the scene that we did at the beginning, but like just watching him swear at this little girl is just like you <laughs> goes so hard sometimes in movies. Um, if you never, he's probably movie, like I so sweet recommend. the second it cut as well. Like oh, I I'm feel sure. like he would literally just be like a dad to this girl, like so nice. <laughs> yeah, I think Hugh yeah. Jackman is like really well liked the on nicest, sets and yeah. stuff. Um, I could see that. This is maybe one of my favorite Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart uh, performances <laughs> ever. Um, I don't watch a lot of his movies besides the X-Men movies and some of the Star Trek movies and like some other things he's been in. And he's actually like a really funny person in real life. He has the uh-huh. cutest bromance with Ian McKellen. Um, the cutest. Uh, but I watch them doing in this movie, he actually has like multiple performances, like multiple yeah. roles when he has dementia, yeah. like in the opening scene and he's repeating like, like game show host mm-hmm. lines and like a yeah. Taco Bell commercial. Yep. And then like, he, and then later he's just so solemn, but like, then he's just, like so sweet. And then other parts, he's like, fuck you, Logan. Like hearing Sir Patrick Stewart say that at the time was great. And seeing it as like Charles, again, another person that really cared about the character he was playing. So he loved going into it. Um, I love the whole scene when Logan makes him take his pills in the car and he like sticks his tongue out at him. He's like, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. I just love like, to imagine the old ass Sir Patrick Stewart doing that. Yeah. He's, just, he's silly. <laughs> I personally have become such a big Boyd Holbrook fan or Holbrook fan. I can't remember if it's Hall or Holbrook. Um, I don't know. I really like him. I think he knows what he's doing in each of the roles. He's never going to like blow my mind, but he fits the characters really well. And I think like in the scenes where he's talking straight to Logan, I actually really like him. I think he has like a lot of charisma as a villain. Like he's just like a dude, you're on your last rope. Your mutant kind is fucking gone. You muties or whatever he calls them. <laughs> His like accent kind of comes out when he does that. But um, yeah, I, I think he's good in this. And you know, you already talked about Daphne Keaton. The only one that I'm just like, why is he in this? I mean, he's fine as it is like, Stephen Merchant, Merchant as uh, Caliban. Caliban, like first of all, like, Caliban is such a not interesting character. He's good in this. Like I think he does it right, but I like almost didn't need that character. 
Like, sure, yeah. it serves a plot point later, and it shows that there's like someone else care that's caring around. Caliban's always a character that's just like you need his his power. Okay, like you need a character that has the ability to find other mutants. Yeah, because which that's Charles like, kind of was early right. on. Yeah. You like need that character, and so I mean, he he like serves a purpose. But Caliban's a cool character. It's just like, oh my god, he's just a plot device, <laughs> like you said. We forgot to talk about the CGI version of Patrick Stewart in X Men Origins at the end. Can we oh, not talk yeah. about it? Because it just should yeah. never be well, brought I mean, up ever, did, ever in it, life. It was now we're up, <laughs> and now we're gone. Nope. But yeah, uh, what, I, mean, I give it a six out of seven. You're gonna do six? Minute. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's good acting. I, I do want to also Actoring. like just slightly acknowledge when we do this category, we talk all the time about directing and writing. And I just, my favorite thing about this movie is the writing. And it's about mm-hmm. how they wrote the characters mm-hmm. specifically yes. because it was so nice to get this perspective of these individuals. And it really was an ultimate send off to their characters. And the writing did that entirely. Like their, their acting performances are remarkable and, they carried it till the end, but they gave them the perfect content to do so. Like the emotional moments, the like, it just, the writing of this movie is really great to me. And that's why I think a lot of people were so impressed by it and why people are like, this is just one of the best of the sur- superhero movies. It's prestige, etc. because it gave depth to characters that don't typically have a lot of depth. And we got to understand them in a different way, which was magical for me. So I loved that about this movie, but yeah, great on. Point. I mean, I mean, and it takes from so many good stories and like so many good Wolverine stories and the for the sure totally. blends yeah. up so many different good ones. Yeah. Um, but speaking of the stories, um, I do want to go on to originality. So why don't we? Why don't we start with uh, origins? Nick, do you want to piggyback origins. off what you were saying? Origins, originality, origins, oranges. <laughs> 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 That was it. <laughs> oh, dude, I don't know. I mean, does it need to be made? No, not like, okay. So retroactively, no, not that one. Like, please don't. But make, in general. <laughs> in yeah. general, yeah. Show me that it's alluded to so much in the X-Men movies, his like origin too, that it's like, it, it felt like, I remember when it came out, I think it was like, a, it was either a senior in, in high school or a freshman in college or in between in 2009 um way back in 2009 i think that it's necessary and it was exciting at the time to be like yes like wolverine's origin story is awesome and you kept talking about it all throughout the x-men movie so do it that's sweet let's go for it i want that Mm -hmm. and then it, it just ends up falling like so incredibly flat that it's just completely inexcusable. I mean, yeah, they, they have the content in front of them. He's one of the most interesting superheroes as far as origins. Like it's unreal that they could fuck this movie up of all the movies. There's so many things you can do. And I mean, in terms of originality, I'm going to go, I'm going to go two, I guess. Did you go one? (laughs) You're looking at me like you I, uh, yeah, I mean, I got high. a lot of points. So, I mean, like, just on the point of, like, did it need to be made? I agree, like, not this version, but I can understand why it was attempted. Me, personally, just not reading the comic books, I didn't care that much about Wolverine. And from the movies themselves, I was like, I he's not, like, my favorite part of the X-Men movies. 
Um, and I felt like they did enough of an origin sort of, um, with X2 where they get into like how he got his adamantium to the point where they didn't need that to be part of this movie at all. Totally. Again, it could have been everything beforehand. As I said, the fucking wars would have been sick. Um, I don't know. It's like the problem with this movie is there's too many genres that are at play. Like there's like romance and there's like action and there's like slapstick comedy and there's like thriller and like it's like there's too much going on. <laughs> Doesn't know and what none it is of them at are all. interesting and none yeah. of them are interesting. No, and yeah. like I don't find any of the story to be interesting. I I again the backstory that they show us, not his backstory from the comics, but what they provide to us is just so dumb and not cool and. Even his, like, the idea of him being called Wolverine because of that story that his girlfriend told him. It's like, first of all, Wolverines don't fucking howl. So her story was super dumb. (laughs) They're not wolves. Wolverines are not wolves, people. Look them up. They ain't wolves. They're like a badger and a dog. They're, like, more similar to, like, felines. Yeah, they're sort of... Um, Felinic. Um, mink like. I don't think that's a word, but. Um, yeah, I, I mean. <laughs> Ermines. They're they, Ermines. They dude. messed up the backstory so much and like everything about this so much that they legitimately had to uh, retcon a lot of it by making. Well, not really retcon because they just like. They just fixed it by doing X Men Days of Future Past and showing that there are like multiverses essentially. Right. And that, that also allowed Deadpool to exist. And they've yeah. like the studio talked about that. So like that's why we have a different version of Deadpool than this stupid ass one that they did here. Um I like the only thing I guess again, I was like, oh, could make a gambit movie out of this. Uh yeah, Taylor Kitsch. So I was like, I was interested it. enough in the Gambit stuff that I was like, eh, you know what? If they did another X-Men Origins, like I'd be fine with that one. But alas, they did not. So I gave it a one out of seven. It is Damn. wholly un- unoriginal. Yeah. Uh, but in it's interesting with the, like, I feel like this category is interesting for these movies specifically because it is about the same content. It's just how they use that content, right? So, Nick, mm-hmm. what do you think about Logan? So, are is this a trilogy? Origins, no. The Wolverine, Logan? I don't, because, no, because... God, You're saying that X-Men Origins is separate from the X-Men movies, but Logan is very much later than the X-Men movies. So like yeah, it's, it's part in of the that. same story. Yeah. Wolverine the Wolverine is also part of those movies. Origins was like this failed attempt. And like technically so part is of Origins the is Wolverine, part of Wolverine. Like technically. James Mangold made both of them and like there are connecting pieces. I just think the the messiness of the rest of it confuses what Logan really is, which honestly could be, it wouldn't be as impactful, but could be a standalone movie if there weren't all of these other ones before. Yeah. Um, you know, it's based on a bunch of different source material. I think I'm going to go with a five because I do think that you need to take old man Logan and make it into a movie mm-hmm. and the necessary, like the necessity of, of, watching this character die is mm-hmm. real. Like, I think we totally need, we needed closure to watch him, to see him die. 
Yeah. Or to see him go through that. That's like the only thing he hasn't been through in his whatever years, right? Like that's yeah, that was like a it's you know, for as as muddy as the X Men movies get and not good and and, you know, money grabby and, and showy and not, you know, putting enough effort into what could be good, this movie somewhat makes up for all of that by by being um being the type of movie that it is yeah like being dramatic and uh emotional it's enough elevating and, and a, comic book series you know right yeah you you needed an x-men movie that elevates you know the, the content um, for sure because they the other ones don't all really do that they're, they're yeah. a little um, yeah so you gave it a five i gave it a five gabe yeah i mean i'm not like so I don't know if, if outside of the Logan story, like I don't know if it's in the comics, but the stuff that they do with Charles, like what, like what would happen if a person as powerful as him, especially with te- uh, tele- uh, telepathy, te- telepathy, telepathy, <laughs> telepathy, um, he like if he lost his mind, I like I think that's a fascinating concept that they handle with this, and it's also like kind of you know, showing like Patrick Stewart is in the later parts of his career. So I'm sure that was like really powerful for him to do that as well. Um, Like him not knowing that he not accepting also that he accidentally killed a bunch of people. Like this is Charles Xavier killing a bunch of people. I know his students, right? Like his favorite people, (laughs) like his family. (laughs) I mean, in X2, they kind of get at it when, um, when uh, Stryker's son, like, uses him to like try to kill a bunch of humans like that was really interesting but like they they really handle it well in this and i don't know if it's in the comics so i like i thought it was like an original concept enough in this um i like not only that it's like a closing chapter on logan but it also exists as like a commentary on the whole mutant saga like it's an end to that world but it's i'm like there's I know it's like kind of annoying and like Nick and I had kind of talked about this, but like they use comic books as, as if comic books exist. And, and like that is too confusing when you think about that. Like how could they possibly exist? And it was like maybe unnecessary, but it was nice to know that it was like, here are these movies. These were the first like superhero movies that we grew up with, you know, mm-hmm. like we had stuff we had superman and stuff before our time but like and, and some of the batman movies but like these were really our first big like, like comic book movies. Of movies yeah yeah and it was like a cool cool showing that i i like the idea of them like having the adamantium slowly kill him from inside mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the thing that that he thinks made him into a monster is like the thing that ultimately is killing him um i talked about jo- i i just think James Mangold is really good at in like inserting a lot of good like familial uh drama into his movies even if they're like kind of actiony and I suspect the new Indiana Jones movie that he's making is going to be like Indiana Jones dealing with family stuff and it'll probably it, it might be a dumb movie but that part's going to be uh, interesting Jones and the family stuff. So this movie's really set in the future, like really far in the future. And, like, only a few things they, like, make futuristic. Yeah. And, like, one of them is those, like, self-driving trucks, which was just so, like, where did that come from? It's so, I like... don't know. I, I do think it's really 
funny that they explain that the mutants have sort of become extinct because of high fructose corn syrup. Oh my god, no, it, was that funny? I actually like wrote down in my notes that it was like that little part about the like dad's description of societal use of corn syrup was just like James it's, Mangold. It's GMOs. We get it, yeah. you boomer fuck. Richard like, e. Grant used GMOs to stop mutants from. Let me enjoy my fucking soda, please. Yeah, thank you. Um, my fucking cornflakes, Richard I, I guess Grant. The way that I left this is like. When I left the theater the first time and I heard everyone was so obsessed with this movie, I saw it with our buddy Jimmy and we both were kind of like, eh, it was cool. Like, it was a good ending. That was cool. And I wasn't like, wow, that was the coolest comic book movie ever made. Like, oh my God, that was so good. I want this to be up for Oscars and stuff. It was mostly like, I'm so glad it exists and I really, I like rewatching it. It's become pretty rewatchable. But I just wasn't like, wow, that didn't blow me away. And maybe yeah. if we got this before Deadpool, like before another R-rated uh, comic book movie, I might have been like, oh, fuck. But this is so different from that. So I don't really like hold that against it. I'm just saying like I didn't, I didn't walk out and be like, oh, my God, this is like going to change comic book movies forever. I was just like, no, it was a See, really good that's ending. that's hilarious to me because – all of the things that you just described are exactly why I did walk out of the theater going, holy shit, because uh. it is so easy for comic book creators for film to be like, yeah, let's do a Deadpool because that's fucking gnarly and crazy and gory and fun and hilarious. This is much deeper than that. And in the sense of what you were saying, where like Professor X's storyline, oh, maybe that's not that original because it's written somewhere. It's still original to think that that's something we should put in a comic book movie because people typically absorb comic book movies as just pure action movies. But this one has a lot more thought to it. It's thought-provoking. And I think that's why a lot of people were like, this could change how we see these types of movies because it doesn't just have to be one or the other. You can combine the two. You can actually like think about broader topics and emotions and life and humanity while also watching people murder the shit out of each other. Um, so that's how I took that. Anyways, you, what was your score for that category? Uh, I'm going to give it a five as well out okay. of seven. And, and like, honestly, what you're talking about, like, I agree. I do think like that's important and stuff. And like, I, some of my favorite Marvel movies do that or like, even like, you know, the dark Knight is like that. And then like, yeah, totally. It, like when I'm talking about a Marvel movie like that, like black Panther, like really gets mm -hmm. into a lot of themes that I think are like yeah. really important. And, and I love that. I, you know, I just wasn't like, I was like, it's an above average, like action drama. For sure. That's kind of how totally. I felt about it. And a good yeah. closing chapter. Yeah. So speaking of, do you want to talk a little bit about its legacy? Yeah. So we, I feel like we kind of already have addressed it a lot, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is an interesting one. Like, I think this did really well in theaters. Like, people, so. like, first of all, people really, really like Wolverine and, and Hugh Jackman's version of it. And it was just, like, so popular. And, again, people, like, left it. Think, and, and I'm, like, glad for them. They left it thinking, like, this is the best comic book movie ever, possibly the best movie of the year. And I was like, all right, okay. Um it was nominated for an Oscar. It was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. And I was like, fine. But like anyone that wanted it to win that year, especially because it like lost to like Call Me By Your Name, I was just like, shut up. Like, it's, yeah, it didn't it's need to win. A, no one, yeah, it didn't, it didn't need, need to, win, to win. But it is a cool adaptation. Like taking those comic books together yeah, totally. and creating this story and like 
taking these like comic book characters that we've seen and making it so seriously. I, I like that. Um, but again, like there's a lot of holes in the script and like the more I watch this movie, the more I can poke holes in, in it. And that kind of hurts it personally for me. Um, but again, like very, I mean, it is a fitting end to the X-Men, like a real end to the like X-Men saga that we know. Because there's mm-hmm. like Days right. of Future Past and all those stupid ass yeah. movies. Um, I like Days of Future Past, by the way. It just got really bad after that. Uh, Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix are horrible. Yeah. Um, but like, so it's a really good end to that, and and it was really well liked. So I'm gonna give it a six out of seven. But it, it's just not a seven for me. No, it's not a seven. I mean, I give it a six out of seven as well. It's critically and um, like audience wise, like really liked, and and I do I agree that it's it's a really good end to to two beloved characters sagas it is a huge bummer that uh professor x just dies like that in that scene in such yeah a the way, way he dies yeah I, that, that's hard fault, for me <laughs> like they didn't need to be at that house and he fucking forced it upon it he's like hey logan this this is the best he's night like, i've had in my also by the way he died on a good note he ended on the best true. night of his life he ate well and then got stabbed in the chest except thinking that logan that. killed him you know that kind of sucks yeah but it's kind of cool. fucked it wasn't me <laughs> yeah it wasn't me yeah, he was like, it wasn't me. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, you you covered it, though. I gave it a six. Okay, Two cool. Sixes. So yeah, let's how finish off on... How ridiculous of Logan, by the way, in that moment to be like, it wasn't me. Like, shut up, dude. Like, it's not about you in this moment. He's dying. <laughs> <laughs> like, who, who? he's not going to give a shit. Like, are you afraid of his ghost or something? He's not going to give a shit that you did hey. it or not. Like, he's dying. I like, ain't afraid of no ghost. He's like, oh, my God, it wasn't you. Uh, like what what okay. anyways yeah there's another problem with the script maybe he yeah. read his mind yeah that's possible in his dying moments he read his mind oh like good him. point i didn't yeah that might actually be why they did that's that. what i'm gonna think yeah let's believe it uh x-men origins uh, legacy yeah let's do that let's finish off on a Christ. strong note guys <laughs> either one of you take it i i'm i'm happy to jump in i, I think it's a <laughs> two no is it a one? I, I, could, no. I, I could give you one <laughs> argument as to why it's a one. Why? They named the movie X-Men Origins and then never did an X-Men Origins again because it was that bad. Okay. They literally never did. They did first. They rebranded it essentially as first class and then later did New Mutants, which is apparently really bad. <laughs> yeah, they um, did. But. Yeah, New Mutants is X. They called it on purpose instead of just like Wolverine Origins or something. They called it X-Men Origins as if they were going to make more X-Men yeah, Origins movies, so and this true. was so bad they as never made it. they were like, it. man, if we started with Wolverine, we'll just kill it. We'll knock it out of the ballpark so much, they're going to want to see a Cyclops. They're going to want to see a... Whatever. To be, <laughs> just I have a another, Yeah, that's it. <laughs> to be... To, to like go even further... I'm a frost. For this movie to Toad. be far worse and more hated immediately than X-Men The Last Stand is impressive because X-Men the last stand, it was just not good. I mean, there are parts of it that are really cool and like, it was a cool like ending to the saga, but it was like clearly the worst of those three. And then this came out and it was like, hold my fucking fake CGI claws. I have the worst one. I could have made like a white claws joke about it, but I didn't. Um, (laughs) It made its money back, but it was so hated but I do have to point out, this has a 6.6 on IMDb, and that's why you shouldn't care about IMDb, because that's fucking so dumb. It's anywhere above a 4 
for X-Men Origins Wolverine is like insane. Um, also, Ryan Reynolds had to, in his own movie, make fun of how fucking awful this is. So the legacy of this movie is it is so it's hated and it's supposed to be forgotten. And Hugh Jackman was like so ashamed. So it has to be a one. I feel like Ryan Reynolds is making fun of a lot of movies that he made. Oh, yeah. Green Lantern and that. Green Lantern, yeah. And and I like that he's open about it, too. He's like, yeah, you know, I was desperate for good roles. I fucked up. (laughs) Uh, But I think it has to at least get a two because it does live on in, like, the same way that, like, yeah, in infamy. There you go, dude. It is a part of a huge uh, fucking series of iterations of these like things. Like yeah, people I mean, know it. Everyone knows it. Fun of it, and yeah. like everyone knows how fucked up. Like anyone that like really likes comic book movies knows how they fucked up. It's lived on in a negative way, but it has lived on in that sense. I is hear your point, but I'm making <laughs> I'm making a stand here because I just like it's it's so. It was so bad that a lot of different aspects of it are just like fucking trying to, we're trying to erase it from history. It's that bad. <laughs> okay. But I think Nick, are you going to stick with your two though? Or are you going to go down yeah. to a one? Yeah, it's a two. It's not. I'm okay. Not gonna, we got a one and a two. This is a very low score. I know you All right. score, but I did too. It's very bad. Did you? I'm so curious if I got the same score as you because I am really bad at math, yeah. guys. I'm so bad at math. It's comical. I went into the social sciences oh, for a reason. God. <laughs> I think that's the score. Yeah. What did you I get? don't know how to count. Okay, 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 okay. For Origins, I got 18. Yeah. Okay. 18 and Logan, out of 70, by the way. Yeah. Logan, I got 54. Yeah. Okay. Oh my 54 God. out of 70 is pretty good. That's really fucking exciting for me. Yeah, um, I mean, like, if, if you guys were to rate either wow. of these movies out of 10, how would you rate it? Layla, you, you start that. Wait, what'd you say? If you were to rate, like, Logan out of 10 and X-Men Origins out of 10, what would you give them for ratings? I'd give X-Men Origins, like, a, a 2. Okay. And then I'd give Logan, like, a, a 7, a 7.5. Yeah, I I think I I'd give Logan. I think I did give Logan like on IMDb. Like I, which again, I, that's funny that I just said it's, it has no use, and I still rate. Um, I'd probably give it an just eight called out yourself of 10. out. I like yeah. I, I really like Logan a lot. I mean, like seven point yeah. five to eight is good. I'd give it an eight. Two for sure out of ten for Origins. Oh, I mean, I like yeah. Do you guys? I wouldn't. Do you guys have um, recommendations? <laughs> yeah, I do. Um. Shoot. I I actually have, am starting to really like... It's not for everyone, but I, I'm starting to really like Marvel's new show, What If. I just think a lot of it is really I think a lot of people are super into it, yeah. It's, it's not as popular as any of the other shows they've made no. so far, mm-hmm. and some of the episodes are really not that popular. I will say, while the concept is interesting in the first episode, the first episode is for sure the worst so far. So like, if you watch that and you're like, I don't want to watch anymore... Just continue. It gets a lot better. There are some like really, really good episodes, yeah. uh, particularly the Doctor Strange one. Um, I actually really like the zombie episode as well. Um, I just thought it was fun as shit. It's um, very fun. I also recommend the movie. This is the only Clint Eastwood movie I will ever recommend, but the movie Unforgivable or Unforgiven. Fuck, I'm, I've fucked myself up by saying Unforgiven. Unforgivable early. It's Unforgiven is... <laughs> 
if you like like John Wick and like Logan and stuff, like it's based, it's like kind of the crux of like, it's like one of the inspirations for that. And I think it won best picture and a bunch of Academy Awards. And lastly, this is a podcast (laughs) recommendation because I'm so obsessed. I had no idea that during the pandemic, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett and Sean Hayes made a podcast together called Smartless. And if you are like me and you're a normal person, Jason Bateman is like one of my favorite people in the entire world. Yeah. And I fucking love Will Arnett. And I think Sean Hayes is like a great dynamic on it. And he's clearly so good friends with them. But the concept of their podcast is that they all talk and stuff, but they bring on a, a special guest and one of them brings on a special guest and doesn't tell the other two who it's going to be. And so they don't really have time to prepare. So it's kind of like spur of the moment, but just That's look so through fun. the episodes, all the guests they have. It's amazing. It's, it's on uh Wondery, but you can find it on any podcast platform. That's amazing. Do you have uh, any someone else to watch new mutants so they can tell me if it's worse than X-Men origins? Cause I don't know. Wait, didn't oh you watch God. it? No. <laughs> oh, someone told me not to ever watch. Oh, you, I, I did. You. Don't ever watch it. It's You've not seen it. Good, but I don't know if it's worse than. Oh, you need like an outside. He needs like yeah. a comparative for sure. I need someone to tell me. Um, I don't recommend I don't... you watch it, but if you did, tell me. Yeah, let us know. Um, I don't have a recommendation. I did see. I did finally see Shang Chi in theaters. Yeah. So um, fun. And I will just like plug here since it is another superhero movie. Everyone should go see it in theaters. It is such a good time. It is I so much fun. I might go see it again in theaters, it's honestly, because I don't really want to watch it not in theaters because it was yeah, so Yeah, it's just such a good time. Cool. Don't miss the martial arts out of a theater. Watch it in theaters. It's Agreed. so much fun. Enjoy yourselves. There so are two my only action set pieces in that movie that are just like the coolest martial arts scenes I've ever seen. For like, sure. It, so much so fun. fun. So fun. Um, good um, yeah, or good. Right? Yeah. Um, and if you have seen New Mutants, please contact us. You can email us at facingoffpod at gmail.com or you can follow us on Instagram. Is it podcast for the email? Yeah, facingoffpodcast at gmail.com. Facingoffpod on Instagram so you can keep up with what we're going to do. Next week, we're going to do uh, one of our famous TV episodes. Um, if you guys have been watching White Lotus and Nine Perfect Strangers, first time we're, we're doing this, we're gonna com- we're gonna compare two shows, two full seasons. Oh yeah, that's true. We're doing two similar. full shows. Yeah, we'll figure that's... out a structure for it. It won't be as like yeah. arduous as this, but yeah. Yeah. So catch up, guys, because we're gonna do that episode next week, and obviously follow us to keep up with what we're gonna do in October, because it's Halloween month and it's this coming. This is Layla's favorite month, Wee! birthday month, and Halloween ah! and fall. So uh, As of today. it's gonna be sweet, and we got some good uh, episodes coming out for you, bitch ass l- uh, lovers. I, I don't know. I was trying to like take it back <laughs> afterwards. Uh, send off. Anyways, yeah, I was about to ask you guys. You guys got send offs for this one. Jonah, Gideon. <laughs>